Hello there and welcome to Xena's Suitcase Podcast. This is episode two and firstly I have to say a huge thank you to everyone who listened to the episode last week about our disastrous holiday in Portugal and welcome back to episode two where we're going to be talking about another topic. First things first, I want to share with you what I'm going to be talking about on this podcast. You know what to expect. Basically, I do do a lot of travel, but I have a family and I can't travel all the time. So I will also be talking about things that affect my lifestyle, things I'm really excited about, new things I've tried. So basically, this will be a little bit of a magazine with some travel, some family life and some positive lifestyle messages along the way. So please do subscribe to my podcast. I am hosting this on Podbean. So if you have the Podbean app, you can subscribe there. But I also have the really exciting news that the podcast has been accepted on iTunes. So if you want to go and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, that would be absolutely amazing. If you wanted to drop me a review and say what you thought about this podcast, I would also really appreciate that as well. Anyway, on with today's topic. Something else that's affected me recently is the show on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. It has caused a bit of a buzz called Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Now, one night, my husband and I were sat, going to watch some TV together, and he flicked onto this show, Tidying Up. And he was like, isn't this crazy? This woman has made a show about tidying up. I was like, whoa, hang on a minute. We need some help with this part of our life. So when he disappeared upstairs to play on his computer, I gave it a go. And actually, I learned quite a lot from watching this show, and I wanted to talk about those points today. Firstly, let me talk about the position that we're in. My house is a bit like one of those um, play mats that you see. You put them on the floor and all the Lego falls out and the kids can play on the play mat. And then you can draw them up and it all disappears. But then you let the bag go and then all the Lego is back on the floor. That is exactly how I see my house. I spend time tidying up. I ask the kids to tidy up. I ask my husband to tidy up. But it really does not take long before we are back in the same position. My husband's answer is, we need to throw stuff away. And on a level, I do know that we need to throw stuff away. But I also don't want to throw stuff that we need and like and enjoy away. And I've ended up not throwing stuff away because I haven't really known why I need to throw things away or how I need to organize my house. Watching the Marie Kondo show on Netflix really helped me think about it. And, you know, I'm a bright woman and I know that if I have a strategy that I can get from A to B and fix a problem where I don't have a strategy and I don't have the skills, I'm going to struggle to get from A to B. We live in a relatively small house. We have two young children and they do have toys and those do cause a problem. I'm also, I'm not going to explain myself as a hoarder because we definitely have a bigger problem in our house if we were a hoarder, but I like to keep things for reasons I've realized are not helpful to our lifestyle. So let me talk about what I learned about tidying up and why we have got in such a mess from this show. You might want to go and watch all, I don't know, 10 episodes of Tidying Up on Netflix, but I'm going to condense what I learned down into this little podcast so that you can go away and think, 
do I actually want to watch this show? Now, there are some things that I didn't buy into in this show. Firstly, she greets the house, and I'm not sure that I necessarily think that that is helpful to the tidying up journey. I can see why it's in there, and I can see when you are selling a service that those touches make it different. There's also a process of saying thank you to things before you let them go. I don't think you necessarily have to do that, but I do think you have to be grateful for what things have brought into your life and know when the time is to let them go. And that is the thinking that she is changing by that process. So I don't necessarily pick up a cardigan and go, thank you for being a lovely cardigan for me before I put it in the charity bag. But I do think, yes, this was great for me once and actually I'm not going to wear this again now. So I'm going to put it in the bag and it's going to go off and it's not going to come with me into the future. So let me take you a few, to a few, a few things. And they are obvious, but it's how you think about them. And that is what I've been learning, generally speaking. Firstly, you have too much stuff. We had too much stuff. There is no doubt about it. We definitely had too much stuff. And when I watched the show, the things that I realized was I was keeping things for completely the wrong reasons. So I was keeping things because it was too good to throw away or dispose of in some way. The fact that we were never going to use it again didn't really come into the mix. I was also keeping things because maybe like with clothes, the clothes, the price tag was still on it. But in reality, I was never going to wear it. I also kept things because we might use them, but we've not actually used them in six to 12 months. So this might use them was not a good reason. So once I shifted my thinking and thought, actually, am I actually going to use this again in my future? it meant I was able to get through a whole lot of stuff and bagfuls of things have left the house. The best example is clothes. And in the show, she always starts with clothes and you get everything out and you put the whole pile of clothes on the bed so that you can physically see how much you have and you are confronted with what you to, you are confronted with the thought, do I need this in my life? And once you've gone through that process and you realize, actually, I don't need this massive pile of clothes in my life, you are in a different place when it comes to saying goodbye. So I did this. I put all the clothes on the bed and I said to myself, do I need this stuff? So things that are good quality, that I would love to be able to wear one day, but I know I'm not going to fit in anytime soon or all those different reasons. And I went through them and I was harsh and I was like, I don't need to take this into my future. And bagfuls of stuff went into the bag. It was such a useful process. And actually that technique of taking everything out and seeing what you have and then actually honestly asking yourself, do I need it and am I going to use it in my future is a good question to ask yourself. And I found that really, really helpful. The other thing about having too much stuff is that it has an impact on the house in so many other ways. The other things I took from the show is everything needs a place to live. 
when I started to go through drawers and things in the kitchen, I noticed that I had Christmas decorations in a kitchen drawer. Well, there is kind of a box for Christmas decorations, but there's things that hadn't got their way to that box because they'd gone away at a different time. And that was a problem. We need to have a box that is specifically for Christmas decorations or Halloween decorations or, or whatever it is. And all the things that belong in that category need to go in that box at some point and not end up in another home, creating themselves another place. Because what you're doing is... You're pushing things out that should be in that place. So the things that should be in that kitchen drawer are the utensils or the tea towels or the clips that I use to seal up the bags when they go back in the freezer, but not the Christmas decorations. They all need to navigate their way to the Christmas decoration box or whatever else it is that you have. The other thing I took from the show, and I'm going to step back. Let me step back to close because I've missed something. And this was a real game changer. I've got really excited about this. I think it's revolutionary. That might be a big step, but do stick with me. One of Marie Kondo's biggest, biggest things is that we store things in a way that we cannot see them. This is so true. If you open your cupboards, you might see the first few things or your drawers. Go to your drawers. Go to your clothes drawer now and open the drawer and tell me what you see. You could probably just see a few things. You might have folded things and put things away neatly, but as soon as somebody goes in that drawer and rummages for an item of clothing they desperately want, that neatness is gone and that drawer is in chaos. And you cannot store as much stuff in a drawer when clothes are just in a bit of a piley mess. Marie Kondo has this method of folding clothes that honestly... Personally, I think it's a game changer. My husband said to me, are you honestly going to fold clothes like this forever? And honestly, I said yes, because I fold clothes anyway. And what I have now is a technique of folding the clothes. It may take me fractionally longer, but when I fold the clothes in this particular method, I can line them up in the drawers so that we can all see them. The drawers are less likely to get messy and we can store more in the drawers. Before I started this tidying up process, I had clean clothes on the floor because I couldn't fit them in the drawers. There was bagfuls of laundry everywhere because we don't have a big house. We don't have a separate utility room. And the clothes was honestly the biggest area of chaos for me. And if I could just nail that one aspect of my life, I would feel like something that affected my mind, actually, which is something I realised when I start, I started to go to a co-working office and I'd taken myself away from there, the clutter in my house was affecting how I thought and affected my ability to be effective at doing my job. So if I can sort the clutter out in my house, then I can work out in my home more effectively. And if I can remove the fuzz that having a chaotic laundry has, it's just going to make me feel happier. And that's the end goal. Please do go and check out How to Fold Clothes with Marie Kondo. On um, There's a video on YouTube. I have got, I've got a blog post on it and I've put the video in my blog post so I will share that link in the notes. Just watch it. 
because you can take one aspect of your life and just make it so much easier. You basically fold your clothes into this little rectangle and you can do it with anything. And once you've got them into this rectangle, you're aiming for the same size, you can stack them. And then when you look in the drawer, you can see, because you've got this kind of stack, everything that you have. And honestly, since I did this at the the beginning of the month, my drawers look exactly the same. The children need some work because they do kind of pull something out and it gets a bit messy. But generally speaking, those drawers are a lot tidier than they were before Christmas. The kids can see what they have. My husband can see what, what they have. So one of the aspects of our life that is stressful is everyone getting ready in the morning and trying to find everything that they need. I will be the first to admit that I'm not a domestic goddess and laundry folding is not my biggest strong point, but anything I can do to make it easier, people know where their stuff is and everybody can get dressed and find their dress, vest, pants, everything. They know where it is. And it, personally, it's been revolutionary. If you do try just this technique of clearing out your clothes, folding them better and carrying on and organizing the clothes using the Marie Kondo method, I promise you that aspect of your life will become a whole lot easier. There were lots of other bits and bobs that I learned from watching the show. The one good thing about the Marie Kondo show on Netflix is it covers a number of people who have different lifestyles. So there were families and I found the family episodes really resonated with me. I could see the mum with young kids overwhelmed by not knowing where to start and how to organise her home. There was the empty nesters who had kept all their stuff and did they really need it and it was impacting on their life. There was students, there was everybody. So even if you don't want to watch the whole show, you can go to the show on Netflix and you can pick somebody's lifestyle that resonates with you and you can see if there is something that you can take from it. I honestly think that you will find, if you think that tidying up is an area in your life that's going to make you happier to be better at it, I honestly think this show is going to work for you. Or if you don't want to watch the whole show, read my blog post because it summarizes it without all the fluff and it will help you get on that path. I will say it's not something that you can do in a day. I have been working at this in my house for a few weeks because the process to get you from a house that needs tidying up to a house that complements your lifestyle is a journey in itself. And in the show, you'll see that people are doing this over a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so. But I strongly, strongly advise you to get on that journey if it's an area of your life that you want to improve. They also recommend that you do it all as a family. In reality, that's not going to happen in our house. I will chip away at it, then I will share with everyone, this is where you find these toys. This is where your socks are going to live. This is where your vests are going to live. And that is how we will make it a family effort in the long run. Sometimes you have to take something and make it work for you and be realistic. That is how we're going to make it realistic. Now, the other thing was the idea of compartments. And this is something I've not really bought into because it seems like a faff. But actually, now that I've worked it through in my head, it makes such a difference. So, for example, in our kitchen drawers, I have those clips. 
that you put freezer bags in. And to be honest, when I went through all the drawers, I got some bags in different drawers and I got some in the utensil tray and I wanted them, it made sense for them all to be together. So I got a little box, I put them all together and now they have a specific place that they live. The same thing with um, the spoons and the syringes that the kids have for their medicine. They were all over the place and floating around in a drawer. It made sense because there's something that we use a lot for them to have a little box. So now that drawer has got our knives, our forks, our spoons, those things. It has this little tray for the clips and it has this little tray for the medicine spoons. And that tray, that drawer, everyone can see what's in it and you can go to it, you know exactly where you're going to find it. Instead of this kind of leaving yourself with having to go and rummage for everything because rummaging makes things untidy and causes the chaos. The thing that causes the rummaging is that you haven't got a place, a specific place for these places, things to live. So do you see what I'm getting at? People might think, oh, tidying up, it's easy. Yeah, I could, I could tidy my house up and it would look neat and I could do it in about three hours and it would be tidy. I can guarantee you in a few days, it will not be tidy again because we haven't dealt with the fact that things don't have a specific home. We have too much stuff in our home. We haven't given things a specific place we haven't thought about our lifestyle until we tackle those issues we are not going to have the tidy home that we want having watched the show the other thing I learned is it doesn't matter how big, big your house is it just matters that you organize it you keep things that you are happy to take into your future and you will work together in the end in some way so for my kids I realised that we've still got all their baby books. We'd still got wooden puzzles that they've not touched maybe for two years. But they're such lovely things. And they do remind me of their childhood that I was keeping hold of them. But that means I've got less space to keep the things they do love because they have fallen out with those puzzles now. They've grown out of those things. They've got their new things they want to play with. I know now that they enjoy craft. They enjoy Lego. They enjoy LOL dolls. Those are the things we focused on. Those are the things that have a home. Everything else... I don't know about you, parents who are watching this, have you got that box that's just full of plastic tat, of bits and bobs that you think maybe they'll play with it one day or maybe they'll want that little blue dragon or something? All of that stuff, gone. Absolutely shipped it out of the house because they've never asked for those things. Those things have been in a box. They've never thought, where's that tiny little blue dragon? They might have done it one day when they were playing with that toy. It's like, oh my God, where was that dragon? Because that's what you get caught up with. We know that the kids will have got a new toy and you'll have told them not to take it out of the house and it'll have had lots of little bits and they've gone, I've lost her dress or I've lost this. And then all of a sudden the world's fallen apart and we've got on that train with them. So we've ended up keeping these boxes of toys that actually they're never going to use again because they've moved on to the next thing and the next activity. And actually, I, don't, I do want my kids to have toys and I want my kids to enjoy being creative and building things and all of those things that they do in the home. But I also want them to be outside and those are things. I don't want them so caught up in staying in the house and playing with their toys that they don't want to go to the park and go and explore, etc., etc. So 
this is what I'm going to say to you. If your home feels a bit cluttered and if you are feeling overwhelmed with getting started, please do read my blog post about seven ways reasons that your house is messy and how to declutter your home. It is the starting point. From that blog post, you will know if it is worth going and watching the Netflix show. The Netflix show is not, this is how you fold clothes, this is where you put this, this is where you put that. Really, it's a story of each family or each group of people that are going through the process. And once you see them go through the process, you can see why the strategy or things in that strategy could work for you. I would really like to say thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you found it helpful at all, please do share it with your friends and family on your favourite network. If you would like to follow Zena's Suitcase for more inspiration in any part of your life, be it travel, lifestyle, family, you will find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and all the major social networks. But most of all, you will find me at xenas-suitcase.co.uk and I would love you to come and visit and subscribe over there. Also, please, if you like today's podcast, it would be awesome if you would give me a rating and give me some feedback over on iTunes. That would literally make my day. Thank you so much for listening. It has been my absolute pleasure to chat to you today and I hope you have a great day whatever you do.